Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. I am your host, Terry Palazamaro, and today we have a special guest. Um, she's literally a genius and an expert in the healing and energy and just like being able to really understand your body and understand your mind and understand just how everything works and the intentionality around it. So her story is so amazing. So I'm so excited that she's here to share it. But before we go, we're going to cue the intro and then we will be back. Hey guys, Carrie here and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Wendy, your intro is so hot. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, oh my gosh! So I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have you. Um, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I get first of all, I can't. I'm like, I'm still like kind of shook that I have a podcast and it's like a real podcast because we're on podcast platform. So amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for uh for coming in and hanging out with me and sharing your story with our audience. Well, thank you for having me. It's really um, quite an honor to be here with you, girl. Okay, so let's first start talking about, have you ever had any fears around sharing your message, putting yourself out there? Um, And it doesn't always have to be through social media, but like, have you just ever been like, okay, like I know that this thing that I do is amazing, but do I really want to put it outside of myself? Or do I want other people to know about it or things like that? Did you ever have any fears around that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like for, for years. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I still, I don't know what I would call it fears. I would call it more uh, trepidations. Mm. Because it's really not putting yourself out there. It's what people are con- nervous about is what's going to happen when I put myself out there and the work that I do what comes on the other side of that? Am I going to be like so busy that I don't know how to handle it and I don't have staff? Like all these things ruminate in your mind about what could happen. And I suppose, will anyone like it? Right? Will will anyone like resonate with it or is just me in my own little world doing my own little thing? So of course I've had that. And um, it's a perfect segue into your visibility playground because that is literally how I found what creates visibility for me is having that those considerations yeah and then I think like I think it's funny because like I tell people that if you remember like in it was middle school is when you first learned about it but it was Maslow hierarchy of needs the little our pyramid the pyramid that everybody knows what's the triangle and then at the bottom of the pyramid it was protection and safety and if you think about putting yourself out there, if you think about that, that question, what happens after, it goes against that basic human need of protection and safety. Because you're literally saying, hey, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm actually going to put it out there for people to judge me. Yeah. Well, that, that bodes right into the work that I do, which is so why that's so great. Because 
really um so so for those people who don't really know me my whole perspective is oneness which means the literal aspect of you are me and i'm you and everything mm -hmm. i see with my eyes is me also including the hecklers or the people that aren't going to like it or the judges also me so really what you're doing is looking at how am i judging myself when i put this up how will i judge myself how am i judging myself and what would my judgments look like if i put this out into the world and then um, and then adjusting the emotional response around that and i think that's the thing i think and i think that's that that extra layer or what I call this is where the reframe happens is because you help people reframe their thought process and their thinking around like about around judgment because mm -hmm. a big piece of the judgment is first these internal these inter internal narratives that you've given yourself and a lot of times what I found what I found with my internal narratives they're normally like probably like 10 times worse than what actually happened <laughs> always oh we always go to the extreme especially when yeah. it's something that you know is going to be potentially thrust upon us by someone else yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> totally and i think that's the, and i think that's the thing so i think that like looking at kind of what you're talking about looking at this oneness and creating this connection piece i think it it is a way for you to actually reduce those those um those fears and those trepidations around visibility now so we know that you had these these feelings what how did you get over them like what were your what were your ways or what were your techniques that you used to get over them well what I, when I really looked at what was in the way for me it wasn't for me I imagine it wasn't probably the typical fear of just putting myself out there <clears throat> excuse me to be judged it was why am I putting myself out there like, why am I doing it? <laughs> right? Because it's not that I am. It's why would I in the first place? What am I looking to create that requires me to put myself out there? Right? For all the judgments, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And so um, how I came through that is realizing like, oh, yeah. Um, normally, my clients are, you know, they come from referrals. They come from a different space, not from potentially not from a lot of social media posting or, you know, visibility in that way. However, there's a caveat to that. A lot of them, <clears throat> a lot of my mid-level clients come to me from live videos that I've done, <clears throat> excuse me, live interviews or uh, things like videos that are actually out there. Now I say videos because podcasts have never, ever worked for me. They've never been something people listen to me and then I've had some kind of a response back, but video always. So, you know, circling back to why I was doing this is what am I looking to create? So if I'm looking to create more of those type of humans that are finding me from video, it is, I'm, I get to have a program that supports that. If I'm looking at hitting a million people, like some people I know their visibility, they want to be out there. They want everybody to find them. Well, you better have a product that everybody can buy because it doesn't make sense to pit, to basically pitch yourself and who you are and what you do and how amazing you are in a great way out to a million people. If you can't handle a million people jumping in, it doesn't make sense. So part of the fear, I think that comes up for people is that <clears throat> there's a gap there that they're just not addressing. 
why am I doing this? So for me, um, it was more alignment. So people who find alignment in my messaging, it's not necessarily in my work. It's who I am, what I, what I create and how I can support others to create that for themselves. That's a particular type of human on the planet. It is certainly not for everyone. Uh, and I wouldn't want it to be, to be honest with you, it'd be probably really boring, but it has its own like value in the world, I guess. And so for me, I discovered it was video, being on video. And it, it's funny because I'm going to dive into something just because like it kind of popped up for me with kind of how you were talking about it. But I think, I think a lot of times when people look at visibility, they look at the things that they need to do. They're like, I need to do this, this, and this, and this, because like, and that's cool, but you have to kind of look at what you just talked about is, do you have your offer? Do you have the right offers? What offers do you have? So I always tell people that visibility is in direct proportion to the revenue that you want to create. So if you come to me, if you come, if you come to me and say, okay, Carrie, I have this 30K program. I really only want 10 people in this 30K program. These are the ways that people have kind of come to me before. These are like my, these are the entry points of things I have. I'm like, I'll ask them like, well, what are your conversion rates? Things like that. Like what all the other stuff that you're doing? And then from there, we create a visibility plan that actually makes sense. Because you post, if you have a 30K program, you posting on social media every day isn't going to get you your customers. No. You, like, you can leverage social media as a credibility source, but you probably want to look at what speaking and um, strategic partner relationships can you build because all of those are a part of visibility to actually get you to your revenue goals faster. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we don't look at that. We don't look at like, that full piece of these are the amount of things that need to be sold. These are my conversion rates. So based off of your, your business model, your offers and like your, your conversion numbers, this is a visibility plan that you need to have in place to make that happen. And I think that's where people struggle a lot of times because they go to the creation part and they never create the plan and this is where they're like, oh, I need to get in front of thousands of people. But you're like, you want to get in front of thousands of people, but you're only trying to sell five people into this program. So you get yeah. in front of thousands of people, that's cool. But is that like, it's a little bit more than the five people. <laughs> you really probably need to get in front of maybe like a hundred people and you can get your five. Like this. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so uh, I, I totally agree. But it was only by trial and error did I discover what worked and what didn't. Right. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Um, And it was in my resistance to doing social media that I realized the truth Mm -hmm. for me. Right. So everybody else is doing posts on social media. We're teaching. They're all, you know, doing all these things. And I'm like, why can't I get myself to do it? It just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. until I put those pieces of the puzzle together. Why am I doing it? Why would I, why would I spend the time or the money or the energy to put social media posts out there for what purpose? Where am I, Mm -hmm. you know, doing it just because everyone else is doing it or am I doing it because it's going to serve and support my clients as well as my business? I love that. I love that. And I think that's the, I think that's the thing that we need to look at is that piece. And I think that's the big piece about visibility is the intention. 
Like, what is your intention around your visibility? And is it is it conversions? Is it, is it brand awareness? Like, let's say that you're an author, you probably are looking for brand awareness, that credibility of like you talking about this particular topic for your book comes out. So that makes sense. But if you're a coach consultant, you're looking at conversions. Cause like, yeah, you having a book is cool, but like at the end of the day, you're looking at conversions. So asking yourself like, like what you said, like what is my intention around what I'm doing to mm-hmm. that? Okay, so you well, looked at your intention. Look, I, okay, I think I would shift the intention. I would shift the word intention. I would say, um, what am I actually creating here? Because intention is before that. Intention ha- happens long before things actually physically show up. <laughs> right? So if you're already in the mix and you're doing things, your intention was already set before because you're doing something. An intention begets doing. So usually anyway, but where I would go is like, what is actually happening here? What do I want to happen? What will happen? Like what's happening here? Because if you're putting out a social media post, something is happening. You're either going to post it and it's going to go nowhere because not because of an intention, but because what's happening here. I'm just posting. End of story. I'm just posting. That's it. Or I'm posting because I have something to say that I know that will serve an audience. And with that audience, what I'm looking for is someone who aligns with my message and might follow me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right? So yes, it has intention in it, but this is why I'm posting. This is what's happening right now. So there's a very real present moment experience with social media. Yeah. Right? The intention is long before. Like, well, oh yes, the intention is to get more exposure or whatever the intention is, right? To build a business and get more exposure, whatever. And then social media, you just have the, the visibility aspect or social media or whatever place you're posting on. That is part of that big plan. Just part of it. It's not the whole thing, right? And then you play into that. So there's there's quite a few like things that occur before you even allow yourself to notice that you are scared shitless of the fact that you're going to put yourself out there. <laughs> right. And I, I, I think a lot of times, so like, I like to say um, there's four pillars of visibility. And I say that most people focus on like one, which is social media, but that's mm-hmm. just like one pillar of visibility. The other three pillars is what I call strategic partners. So if you're like, if you know somebody like, so when you can call me up and say, Hey, Karen, um, can we do a workshop together? I feel like this could be really cool for your audience. Let's knock it out. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Now she's tapping into my audience. There's a trust level that my audience is already seeing. They're like, well, Carrie just doesn't bring anybody into our, her world. So clearly she trusts them. So I should probably trust them. So that, mm-hmm. that conversion rate is going to be a lot higher than you just posting on social media. And a lot of times, if you're new or if you're still trying to figure out you're just trying to craft your message and things like that, that's going to be the best case for you because you're going to, you're going to be able to get results quicker. The second yeah. one is what I call like, which is speaking. So this is what you're doing right now. You're on my podcast, you're speaking, you're sharing, you're tapping into another stage and, and connecting with a whole new audience that, that might not know you. And then the next one is what I call new school and old school PR. And this one is your Facebook groups, your your Reddits, your community forums, 
as well as your traditional um, PR agencies to be able to get yourself out there. But looking mm-hmm. at all of those four pillars, that's what gives you your your plan to be able to hit your revenue goals. But everything, and like, it's funny you said, like, what are we doing now? I call it, I use, it's funny, I use the word intention because there, there you have to have like, you have to have like a plan or intentionality when you do things. Because like when I go on social media, let's say I go on social media right now, I'm making a choice to go on social media. But is that choice, am I making it with the intention of the plans that I have in place? Or am I making it just because I want to go in and swipe through stuff? So like, that's why I say like, what is like, what is that intentionality that you have behind the choices that you make? Because if you just go and like, don't think about that or don't keep that at the, the top of your brain, you're starting to do stuff that doesn't really work for your business or don't work for your thing. And I think this is where, when it comes to this visibility, like fear points and things like that is because there's never a structure in place. Somebody told you that you need to be visible on social media or do or do lives and you start doing that and you didn't have any plan behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what's funny. You're still saying like you still say intention, but it's still I think these two things go together. Yeah. Intentionality and what is actually happening right now? Because you answered mm-hmm. both those questions. Um, the intention was more of an overarching, what am I doing? you know, in general for my business is a serving the big plan. Mm-hmm. And then in the moment is when you pick up your phone, and you're like, well, what am I actually doing right now? Like what's actually happening? What's mm-hmm. happening is I'm on my phone for no reason at all. Or like you're saying, you might have an intention to go on social media that could have activated an auto responder in your body mm-hmm. to go on social media because your intention is to be visible and social media happens to be part of it. So I would say I love the intentionality piece of it. And that is the spark for all mm-hmm. the things that get chosen. And then after that, it's being so present that you're like, what's happening right now? I'm picking up my phone. Why am I picking up my phone to go on social media? Why am I going on social media? Right? What is the purpose? Am I, am I going to post something or am I actually just going to scroll? Like you said, swipe through. Yeah. There's zero intentionality there, but what's actually happening is I'm, diverting my focus from the goal of being visible by pretending oh I'm on social media <laughs> like not pretending but you know what I mean going on but you're not actually becoming visible very interesting uh like uh, I say minute in uh integral thought processes that go in between all the things we actually do on autopilot mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because like maybe once a week, I normally do it at night or in the morning because it just works better. But like once a week, I spend about an hour scrolling through social media. And every time somebody sees me do it, they're like, here, you're just like hanging out on social media. I'm like, no, I'm actually picking sounds. But I need to scroll through and I also need to like trick the algorithm to actually pull up the right type of content that I need them to pull up. And they're like, oh, Oh, that, that makes sense. Because they're like, what do you do? I'm like, because I'm in there and like, and then for me, what I tell people is like, I look at all different types of niches. And the reason why I do that is because 
most people are only focusing on their niche when they're looking at styles and when they're looking at ideas and things like that. But then you're starting to re- re- just be a repetitive circle of everybody doing the same thing. So I'm looking at other platforms, I mean, other niches and other people doing different things and asking myself, how can I incorporate this into my plan? How can yes. I add this topic to my plan? How can I use this this sound in here? How can I sit? And then because we have so many clients, I'm like, oh, let me send this sound to this client because I feel like this would be great for her. And then I'll send her a little thing. And like, they'll see stuff. Like, my clients will be like, oh, Carrie sent me sounds today. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, they all know that, like, there's once a week that Carrie would start sending sounds and I'll just start shooting sounds or shooting um, or, or sharing reels. And they're like, no, I'll talk to you. Like, go do it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, but a lot of times, even with that, a lot, it's like because people don't understand it, they're like, oh, Carrie's just scrolling. But I'm like, yeah, I'm scrolling. But like, there's a whole and planning intention behind it that most people don't even see. And yeah. then when they're like, oh, I get it now. Or, oh, I see how that happened because you spent that time a couple of days ago being prepared for this. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, you have this intentionality. You, you make sure you know what you're doing. And then what are your other things that you have in place? To kind of, and, and you focus on video because you learned that audio doesn't really work for you. So what else do you do to really kind of like have that confidence about putting out your offers and stuff? What else do I do to have mm-hmm. confidence? Um, you know what? I, I'm, if you're really confident in what you're, how you're serving people and how you're getting results with them, it's easy. It's just easy. When you find what works, you just keep doing what works and you can play in other spaces. But um, I suppose evoking the confidence piece is being competent in what you're doing, meaning having results, doing what you're doing and not just guessing thinking, okay, I created this business. I hope it works. Mm, That's not where confidence comes from. Confidence comes from the competence of actually having results occur with your clients. And so it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what video I'm on. Um, I know that speaking about my work or serving people is easy because it works, Mm -hmm. you know, over and over and over it works. So there isn't any um, worry in my mind what somebody might say. There's no real thoughts around it. So I suppose it's just a matter of staying on point with what actually works, like not going running out and doing a whole bunch of just audio podcasts, knowing that somehow that's not my space. That's not my role. I did an interview um, a while ago and she said the same thing. When I, I, I really like this thread is when you have mastery, in what you do, the confidence comes naturally because you, it's like, you know what you're talking about. And it was like the the example that I gave was if I tell, if I say, hey, Wendy, can we talk about like, can you talk in front of 10,000 people right now about about oneness? You'd be like, all right, like you could do it off the cuff. But if I say, hey, Wendy, can we talk about, Plant, um, planting like um, yellow roses in the in the spring. Um, <laughs> it's about ten thousand people out there. You'd be like, nope. 
you'd probably be like, yeah, I'll do it. But then you'll go up there and be like, yeah, roses, winter. Um. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, well, what what's the point? Or what, okay, so can I talk about, you know, absolutely, I love roses. They never live for me, but sure, I'll talk. I hope nobody asked me a question. <laughs> like, does anybody have questions? Like, questions, I take, I, let's make this a panel. You talk, you ask questions, I give you <laughs> Exactly. I think, that, I think that's the thing and it's funny because like even with me sometimes like I always tell people like I, I don't realize how much stuff that I have like in my head until people ask me a question and then I'll I'll stop and I'll be like but it's funny because it's like it's there it's the mastery's yeah. there and it's just like a lot of times like when it's there it's there and like you don't have to think about it so when a question comes out like you can just roll something off and then you'd be like, yeah, that's a good, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. So where can people find you online? We'll make sure that we put your links in the show notes and things like that. Where can people find you online? Um, go to wendypocket.com. And if they want to find me on like Instagram or some kind of social media, which you know, you can message me there too. I'll find it eventually. But it's uh, <laughs> Wendy Bruner Pocket. It has my maiden name in it. So yeah, look me up, come hang out, see the there's testimonials if anybody wants to see about the work and what it is and how it works. There's a bunch of testimonials on my website and, and a little bit about what I do. I love it. I love it. Wendy, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Um, me and Winston appreciate you. Of course, Winston came up to like he he Winston needs attention. We all know it. Like anybody knows, <laughs> this is my co. This is, Winston is my co-host of the podcast, and like sometimes he needs to have his have his say. Um, so thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, we love you so much, and we're just so happy to have you in our world, guys. Hey. I'm gonna cue the intro, and I get to hang out with Wendy for a little bit and check in with her. And I will see you guys next time on another amazing episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. If you're now like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.